and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of TV My Husband Hates. We come at you rested. We're sorry we had to take the week off last weekend um, because I went on vacation. And I'm not even sad about it. I'm not mad about it either. I mean, I'm a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit jealous, but I'm not mad. <laughs> Other than that, how are you doing, Kat? Um, I'm incredibly hungover today. <laughs> like in a sort of, this is the first time I've been able to go out and party with and speak to people that either right. haven't come out of or go into my vagina. And I got over excited and carried away and I know it doesn't sound like me it really does sound like me (laughs) Um, but I didn't get in till four in the morning amazing I had a really messy weekend a couple weekends ago because it was the same thing like it was a crawfish boil but like we all adhered to like all the COVID rules most of us were already vaccinated like we did all this stuff and I just fucking went to town and I said this to Jimmy I was like listen I'm not going back when everything opens up, I'm not going back to what I was doing before, which was just, I was out all the time and I was, right. you know, but I said, there's probably a chance that like, I'm going to, the first few days, weeks yeah. of it being open, I'm probably going to lose my shit a bit and then I'm going to settle down. But actually after last night, as fun as it was, I'm too old for this shit. Well, I was going to say, I feel like also when you start working out and you start eating properly... It fucking changes it, and your hangovers are even worse. <laughs> well, they're even like, worse, but also, yeah. Then I eat really badly. For sure, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, because well, it's not just, just the night that you're drunk that you're eating badly. It's like the whole maybe next two days because you have a two day hangover and you're well, trying to feel better. <laughs> yeah, and in good news though, I mean, this is awful. Not in good news. I should have eaten more, but I didn't eat very much at all yesterday either. So, good news. <laughs> so the good news is, I reckon I could probably squeeze a Chinese takeaway in tonight. For sure. Probably do that, even though weigh-ins tomorrow morning. Also, it's only only a weigh-in as like a guide. I don't actually give a shit what the numbers are, but Mm -hmm. just so that I know I'm the same way. I don't care what the numbers say. I just want certain clothes to fit. Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah. And the the only reason I weigh myself every week is because it's part of the training thing. But, uh, But also, I don't care what the number is as long as it's going in the right direction. For sure. I've gotten really bad about like not doing that. That's like an old Weight Watchers trick um, where you weigh yourself every week and it just kind of keeps you accountable. Yeah. I've not done that for a while and it shows. I hate, I hate it. But we'll get back on it. Yes. Um, I so, ate really well yesterday, so I'm one day in. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're on the journey. I haven't done any walking sure. today. I'm going to put the kids to bed and go walking and then um, get into jammies and have a fucking Chinese takeaway. But I, if you're Excellent. watching this on YouTube, you might notice I've grown lots and lots of hair. I, I went, I'm having a midlife crisis, I put hair extensions in. And uh, the woman who did them was like, listen, there is a chance that this could weigh about a kilo. I was like, great, I'm taking For our that. American listeners, how, much, how many pounds is a kilo? 2.2 pounds. Excellent. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, yeah, we work, we work in stones and pounds. But yeah. He, the stones thing is crazy. 14 pounds in a stone. Yeah. It's, that was one of the craziest things I encountered living overseas. You don't do stones? 
No, we don't. <laughs> we you just do pounds. <laughs> no, I don't think anywhere else in the entire world does stones Shut other than up. the UK. No. Are we the only country yes. that does stones? I mean, it's like us in not do- using the metric system, so I can give you some grace on that because, you know, the U.S. doesn't use the metric system. Um, but n- I don't think anybody else uses stones. All of you from other countries, our Canadians, our Australians, weigh in on this. We need to know, do you measure things in stones in your country? Not that I'm expecting I you to call in now. Yes, call in now. If that is the case. I didn't... I can't believe Call you never right knew that. Like the um, U.S. definitely does not use stones. I'd never even heard about it until I came no. over there. I, not even a been chat. Stones. No. Like I wonder where I'm, that came I'm, from. Did someone actually I just pick up a stone like and be like, "This is what universe. we're going to start weighing people with"? So they just like <laughs> built up these stones on the other side of like the big I mean, maybe. <laughs> scales. I mean, I assume that is where it's come from. It like had to be something, but how did you know that first stone was 14 pounds? (laughs) How, where did it come from? I don't know. It's too many questions when I'm this hungover. It's too much for me right now. We'll revisit this next week with some like Intel, but you guys, you know, email us at Hey at TV, my husband hates.com. DM us on Instagram, send us messages on Facebook, do whatever you need (gasps) to do. But I want to know. How did stones come about? And do you use stones as a weight of measure in your country? I'm going to also, while we are talking about emailing, um, if you guys have a chance, please uh, rate review us on iTunes. Drop one. We got a brilliant review from another Australian listener. The Australians are really kicking everybody's ass on the reviews. We're big in Australia. Yeah, we love it. Um, But it was a lovely review. Um, Talking of MMCG77. So you don't even have to put your real name. You can just put whatever you want. But it was listening in Oz. Love these ladies. Very funny takes on reality TV. Easy to listen to. Anxiety reducing podcast. I'm expecting a fucking medal through the post. But talking of podcasts and Australia, I have been listening to two podcasts. Um, I've been on a real true crime binge. And I've listened to The Teacher's Pet. I'm sort of nearly finished yes, with that. that. Have you listened amazing. to The Teacher's Pet? Yes. Yes. Incredible. Good. And then also, The Lady Vanishes. I have not listened to The Lady Vanishes, but it is the name of an old Hitchcock film. Yeah, it's, it, but it's about another Australian woman that goes missing. But it's Ooh. really good. Although, sadly, although, honestly, they could have edited it more. It's quite Fair. long and drawn out. Um, Fair. I have started... Have you listened to Tenfold More Wicked? It's on the My Favorite Murder Girls uh, lineup. I've subscribed, but I haven't listened to it. The first two are good. The third season, which I actually should love the most because it's all about like Texas, like this old Texas case. Um, it's, it's dragging a little bit, but um, I'm finishing up West Cork, which I have How good is that? enjoyed immensely. And I've started where I've subscribed to down the hill, the, Del- the Delphi murders, which is about this murder of these two girls on like these two girls have vanished and they've not been able to find the guy. But now like in real time, they think they found the guy. And so I want to like listen to this podcast so that I can pay attention to like the new stuff going on, but it's called down well, the hill, the Delphi down murders. the hill. I'm going to write so that we'll down. See. And also 
the Your Own Backyard podcast. Yeah. They have, Did in you the like last that? few weeks, arrested the guy. I loved yeah. that. I thought he'd... That's the kind of podcast that I love. Like, seven, eight episodes, yeah. beautifully edited, yeah. tight. It was brilliant. I agree. Okay, I, I like hill. that better than just the ongoing ones. Yeah, down the hill. Um, oh, did you ever get into Up and Vanished? No. So that's another one where the very first season, the guy actually solved the case. The, like the podcast guy. So I shit and, you like, not. And enacted real stuff going on. So my two questions, what, my two things are, I want a, tr- a podcast where they actually fucking solve it, which would be yeah. nice. So you've just given me that one. Up and vanished. But also I had this like dream that I'll be listening to a true crime podcast and then I'll know, some, like, I'll know something and I'll have information that like cracks the case, right? That's amazing. So I'm listening to The Lady Vanishes and she talks about how she had a, a British teaching friend um, called Susan Cooper, who was the head teacher at Ellerae St. Anne's, which was the primary school of my boarding school. Oh my gosh. Did you know her? I knew Susan Cooper, but they got her on the phone and she spoke up, or they didn't, anyway, and then she never actually hooked up with her in the end, so it was a dead lead. But I was like, this is my moment. I was like, this is my moment. Maybe I'm her. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I am her. You know, it was like, anyway, it didn't pan out. You've just been in hiding. That's, that is very exciting. Did you spend some time in Australia as well? That's like two connections. That's amazing. Yes. Actually, I'm the murderer. Well, shall we get on with it? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not. Should we just have a chat? All right. Yeah, we could just have a chat. Um, I um, mean, barely anything went on, but we do kind of have two weeks. So we will be touching on some things that happened in the shows the previous week because some of that stuff was continued on. Yeah, and I'm so going to be, got, I'm be go honest. Um, I was going to say... I probably have a limited amount of full sentences left in my brain today. So I'm excited to do this. If I start speaking gibberish, I'm really sorry. That's okay. We'll just uh, go along with the ride. So we've got three shows, and then we're going to touch on um, some of the keeping up with the Kardashians from last week because there's some good chat there and some salacious social media business going on this week. So we'll we'll have chats about that. And and there was no keeping up with the Kardashians this week either. So we don't know whether it's a quiet ending. Maybe it was the finale. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows with those ladies? Uh, Let's get on to Below Deck Sailing Yacht, where we just need to acknowledge that Sydney has more fucking issues than Vogue. Oh my God. What the fuck is her problem? It's, It's a level of insecurity that's almost, not almost, that's, uncomfortable to watch and she's a massive bitch i'm just gonna say it like how dare you sit there and talk all this shit about this girl who you i guess somehow blame for gary being very upfront with you about having a one-night stand it's not Allie's fault it's not even gary's fault it's your own fault fucking own it it's weird that you are talking about loving him very fucking weird. Like single white female weird. 
It's bunny boiling horse's head in a bed fucking weird. Yeah, for sure. She's terrifying. And I think Ali is giving her way more loyalty than she deserves. Because Sydney wouldn't. Let's be clear. Fuck this no. was the other way around. Sydney would not be saying, oh, I can't. She'd be like... No. Climbing him like a fucking tree and not looking back. And Ali is giving yeah. her way too much loyalty. I mean, he, Sydney is still sneaking. Like, she snuck into his bed. That's weird shit. I mean, that's you don't illegal. Do that. If you're the other way, right? It if is he was illegal. Boy sneaking into her bed, that's not weird. It's fucking illegal. She is For sure. crazy. And, it's, and Ali does it's not need not to be okay. giving her this space. Ali needs to climb Gary and have a great fucking time as she wants to. Go for it, babe. I think that's my message. Ali? Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Because Sydney would fucking stab you if she had the chance. First chance she got. Easily. Or poison your food. She would. She would. She would. So I think, um, I mean, it's fun to watch, but... uh, For sure. (laughs) Sydney, it's dark. No, I think Sydney would drug Allie's drink, take some like weird fucking pictures of her, and then make up a whole story of something that would happen. That's what Sydney would do. She wouldn't just stab her. That's like too obvious and too in your face. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're back. You froze for a while. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> I think we've, we're suffering from some dodgy connections. <laughs> okay. Do I need to have that whole it's conversation again? I mean, I think Jimmy probably got it. We'll figure Fair. it out. Let's move on. Um, also, let's move on. Danny and JL finally hooked up. And they everything bump fits. The uglies. I know. Bless her. Bless her. I, d- I mean, I did also notice, though, that they used a guest cabin and didn't have any chats about it, and nobody seems to have an issue with it, though. I noticed that, too. But then I wonder if she's like second stew, and maybe it's like within her power to make that decision. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know, but I did think, oh, this is controversial. Yeah, um, nobody cared. <laughs> but, also, but also necessary because JL doesn't fit on this boat. Do you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. glad that he fits in her. For sure. Um, That's one place where he fits. And it's not like they could have sex in his room because he shares with Captain Glenn. Well, and they both probably couldn't fit on that bed. I mean, he literally no. takes up the whole thing plus some, so. Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe it was just, it was a necessity. But listen, I'm yeah. glad that she got her end away. I mean, that's not what I meant to say. He got his end away. <laughs> I'm not glad about that because I don't really like JL anymore. But I'm glad that Danny got her kicks. But she's, and she's now heavily pregnant. Well, I was going to say, I feel like she may have been very prophetic because when they talked about sleeping together and she was like, if I get pregnant, it's God's will. And lo and behold... Danny is pregnant in real life right now. Um, she was outed by somebody at her med spa, which is not cool. Don't out people if they haven't posted about them being pregnant. You yeah. should just know not to do that. Yeah, that's that's a dick move. But also, she's not confirmed the baby daddy. So we don't know if it's JL. You were saying the timing no. seems to, to fit. I mean, um, maybe. I haven't sat down and looked at a calendar and marked it all out. <laughs> I don't know if her cycle. Oh, really? <laughs> Jeez, I, you, I mean, but, I didn't even do also, that for my own. <laughs> it did say, 
Her Instagram, I know that's fair. Her Instagram post did say it's just you and me. So it did, it does look like she's doing this by herself. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows if that's a good thing or a bad thing or if there is some trauma around it or not. But JL just does not fit on this. While we've got JL and I sort of alluded that I'd gone, I'd gone right off him. There's tension brewing between him and Gary. I mean, let's be real. JL does not really work. I don't think he's really cut out to be a yachty. I think everything in his life is telling him he does not belong on a boat. He, he just doesn't fit. And he should just listen, I think. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there, but you've frozen. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, connection frozen. is really shit today. Unstable. It's really bad. <laughs> We're going to plow, we're going to plow on through. Um, yeah. Yes. JL, I've gone off JL now. I'm done with this kind of, I'm cute and tall and a bit goofy act. You just now need to start doing some fucking work. Yeah, for sure. But I also don't like how Sydney's kind of egging all this on too. Like, no, there's just something about her. I don't trust. So. Is it as bad as she says? I don't know. Oh, well, that's true. But then you see him, you know, and they ask for water and he's like, I'll just finish my dinner. It's like, dude, like, before you've even deigned to get yourself together and do the one thing that's been asked of you, Gary's like, fuck up, just do it myself. He's gone down there and got it. And it's like, come on, JL, step up. Like, these tip, these are your tips you're fucking with, dude. It drives, come on. I can't bear that. And I think because I used to work in, like, summer schools in a very... And, Chalet, ski chalets and things and that very kind of everybody in it together vibe that they were always JL were always the people that just fucked everybody Fuck, off yeah for sure for sure like a fucking slow coat um a slow coat I haven't said that since <laughs> I was at primary school you're such a slow coat um anyway that's BDSY yes oh no 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 oh. hold on what we also miss? see Allie actually confront Sydney about oh, all the yes. shit that she's been doing. And Sydney cannot backpedal far enough. But then she also throws her entire department under the fucking bus about it. See, this is what bothers me about her. Like, I, I am fine with confrontation. Like, I think what Ali does is brilliant, grown up, mature. For sure. I'm concerned if you need to say something to me, this is the moment. Say it. But actually, if Sydney did say it, she'd have to say, the thing is, I'm kind of a psychopath and I've fallen in <laughs> love with this guy that I slept with once, even though he told me it was a one night stand. And now I, I realize that he likes you more. So I'm just going to give, I'm going to be really nice to him, but I'm going to be a cunt to you. Yeah. She's not my type of girl at fucking all. She's not a girl's girl. Nope. She's a dick. She is. Um, and then uh, other quick news. It, Going back to Danny, it was nice to see a little bit more, learn a bit more about Danny this week. We learned that it's four months since she lost her best friend. Oh, that's hard shit, man. That is not a long time. No, no, it's not. Um, but it's nice to see more of her. And then, of course, Colin gets the sad news that his dog died and I cried. Oh, man. I, I, can't, I can't handle animals dying or people crying about their dead animals. It gets it's me too every much. time. Me too. It's Just too in much. tears. Um. Now have we done BDSY? We are done with BDSY, so check out this ad for our own stuff. 
While we've got you here, we'd love to talk to you about our brand new Patreon account. Woohoo! It's all the extra content that is not only about reality TV, but all the other TV that we happen to be watching. And if that wasn't cool enough, we also give away a little bit more about ourselves. So there's lots of personal stuff on there too, if you want to get to know us better. So head on over to patreon.com, search for TV My Husband Hates, and all this extra content can be yours for less than a cup of coffee. Or a glass of wine. Whatever you choose. Okay, so let's move on to our second show, Real Housewives of Dallas and the season finale. The season finale. And I'm kind of glad because to be really frank, it's not been a great season. The only thing I've loved about this season has been Tiffany. Fucking love her. I could watch her every day of the week. Me too. And I I like her as well because we see real growth in her as an actual genuine human being. I don't think there's there's much that's performative for her. Um, And... She, I love that she's vulnerable and willing to like open up about that shit. That's what making reality TV kind of is for me. Like, sorry, watching reality TV is for me. I just want to see real people be vulnerable and share that shit. For sure. She has fucking nailed her first season. I think better than anybody else I've ever seen join, join a show. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that I hope she's back and I, you know, I'd love to see her develop more because I think it's important to have a little bit of a touchstone with this group. In fact, with all of these groups, I think what has been lacking and what this last year has shown is that we can't just let the vapid sort of ridiculousness exist on its own. I think bringing in people like, uh, not Brenda. I mean, Tiffany in here, but then we've seen them bring in like stronger, less vapid women. That's good. And I think Bravo's realized they need to step up their game because after this last year, we can't just sit here and watch really privileged people live gilded lives. No, I'm going to have to say, I think all season I've been most disappointed with Carrie. I could happily not have her back next season. I'm bored of her shit. It's not entertaining at all. It's just stupid. Agreed. And I think, well, and I think, I mean, a lot of this episode was about Carrie and and kind of the culmination of all this really, really bad behavior. And we see her open up with Deandra and say that she's struggling and all the rest of it. And you were saying that word on the street is... She's getting divorced. She and Eduardo are calling it quits. Yeah. So. I mean, that's not a surprise, is it? So maybe it's just been a really tough year for her and I should be more empathetic. But yeah, honestly, I'm kind of over being super empathetic to people who I don't really know and I'm just watching to be entertained. It's not entertaining. (laughs) I feel like like you went on vacation and came back back. like, fuck this shit. I'm calling it how it is. Yeah, I'm like, I'm Reagan pre-pandemic. I've just gone right back. I don't give a fuck. And that's the way it's going to be from now on because it's like, I, I, I don't know. Like, why am I letting, why, why is this my bar for entertainment? <laughs> Carrie cannot be my fucking bar. Tiffany is no, my bar and Carrie doesn't reach, reach up there. I deserve better as no. a watcher. So I'm going to fucking demand you, it. 
Good, good on you. And I think Kerry, I think Kerry probably should take some time out. She's not, and I think Brandy should take some time out too. Oh, I have to say, absolutely. I get that she's da- like, but she's really damaged by what happens, and I get it. That's you know, but she needs to take a hot minute for herself because she's pregnant all season, right? Like, how do you not go buy a pregnancy test? I mean, I'm sorry. I understand, like, thinking you can't get pregnant, but I feel like if you go 16 weeks without a period, you go to the doctor. Maybe you're going through menopause, so you need to get your hormones looked at. I mean, these are things that I would do. We're about the same age. Yeah, I probably wouldn't leave it four months, but also... No! I've had two babies, and I know that the second time round, I looked six months pregnant, like, six weeks in... For sure. This is going to be her third baby. So don't tell me that at four months, 16 weeks pregnant, you People don't have like, a dude. <laughs> it's like yeah. an episode from EastEnders. If you're, if you're British, you'll know EastEnders. It was like this where Natalie Cassidy played Sonia and she basically never knew she was pregnant until she had a baby in a public toilet. It was like, what's this? Because um, <laughs> birth I, is that easy. Well, I feel like... <laughs> But at the time we were all going, yeah. that's such a ridiculous storyline. And now I look at Brandy and go, my God, maybe actually there are people out there that, oh, that's stupid. I have, so in one show, it may have been Grey's Anatomy. I saw someone that actually had two uteruses. So like she didn't too. know she was pregnant because she was still having a period from one of her uteruses. Oh, okay. I saw one where the baby, it wasn't, she didn't have two the uteruses. The two different babies. No, I had someone where she- oh. Her baby was growing outside of her uterus. Oh, like crazy. I've seen two where it's been two uteruses. So like one, they were like two different babies from two different dudes around the same time. No. I think that was an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. Um, And then there was one where, yeah, so maybe there's three. So there, there are some circumstances. We'll put it out there. There are some circumstances. But I, I don't think like Brandy's one of those circumstances. No, but I do feel like with reference to Grey's Anatomy, if that's the case and we've had this uterus storyline over and over again, I think Shonda Rhimes needs to maybe come up with some new material. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she writes the show anymore anyway. So there's a room full of writers who are apparently rehashing old storylines. We need some new material. But yeah, I mean... Hang on, it's Grey's Anatomy Day. I can watch it. Oh, it didn't come out this week. I've got an episode of Grey's Anatomy. What? Yeah, there was no new episode this week. Oh. Sorry. I didn't mean to piss on your parade. You just pissed on my chips. I totally did. God, your face just like I know. Well, I was like, in a hot minute, I went through this process of finishing the podcast, putting the kids to bed, getting into jammies, (laughs) ordering a Chinese takeaway, and watching Grey's Anatomy, and you just burst that dream for me. Did you watch the one from last week? Like, are you all caught up? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. You are an asshole. Anyway. You know what you should watch? Marrying Millions on TLC. I'm still working my way through 90 Day Fiance. There you go. Then you've got plenty of garbage to watch with the Chinese takeaway. there's some dark shit in 90 Day Fiance. There is. We may have to set up a whole separate TLC reality show podcast channel because the reality shows on that channel are just fucking insane. In the UK, uh, you can get 90 Day Fiance via Discovery Plus. Um, Same here. Same in the US. You can watch them But I swear to God, there's some dark yep. shit. I mean, I'm with, I'm on an episode, sorry, we're going to do a bit of a segue because we've only got yeah. a few shows anyway. Um, yeah. I'm on an season five, maybe, with a guy from Moldova. 
<laughs> and an American. And today. Yeah, and Libby. And a, <laughs> Libby, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Her family yeah. just gets crazier and crazier. You need to start watching the Happily Ever Afters because then you'll get even more information about the families and what's been going on. And also, let's just talk briefly about Nicole and Azan. Oh my, that's a fucking shit show. It's really dark. And you know what? I'd be all right with it if she wasn't dragging this kid, May, to Morocco for 20 weeks. And she just keeps getting older. She's like in kindergarten the last time we see them, like, because they come back again and again. You'll see them in other other seasons. They don't get married. They haven't yet, but we'll see. Oh my God, just walk away. He doesn't want you. For sure. He wants the visa. Okay, this is anyway, all chat. This is, we need another podcast just for TLC 90 Day Fiance. Uh, okay, Dallas. But anyways, Carrie. hold on. Oh, yes. No, no, no. Yes. So Carrie's a mess. Um, we also find out that Brian and Brady have been together since eighth grade. So for those of, I mean, it, that could mean very many different things in different countries. Here in the U.S., at least where I went to school, that was the last year of junior high before high school. So they were only 14. Good Lord. That's a yeah. long time to be together. No wonder he's cheating. For sure. Allegedly. I was just about to say, I, I wonder if they're going to address the uh, video. I mean, I'm sure Andy will address the videos going around about him and a chick at a bar um, during the oh, reunion. Yeah, of course. I forget about Hopefully it happened by then. I feel like, though, like Andy... Was a pre-reunion. I want Andy to be... I feel like he's gone a bit soft in the reunions recently. Yeah, he needs to come over to the Reagan side. Yeah, for he his really does. reunions now. He needs like a vacation in Florida, some blended mojitos, yeah. and come home and start getting feisty again. Sorry, exactly. I just did a hangover burp. That's all right. Um. Anyway, listen, Dallas, they wrap it all up. They come down yeah. pretty heavy on Carrie. I mean, I think destroying JR's room, I do, th- I think it's not okay. The woman is ridiculously understanding about it. Well, let's be fair. This is a place that people rent, probably get shit faced. I'm sure it's not the first time the fucking plexiglass has been broken. Okay? Let's just, that's no, basically it it's plexiglass. not the first time this has happened. It's only plexiglass. People get hammered here all the time. It just is what it is. I do think the lady was like a fucking ace champ about it. I would not have been that cool if it had been a place that I had owned. And part of me felt like the women just kept fucking going on and on about it. And I was like, dude, the people don't care. Like, you need to drop this. But I think you made a really good point about why they did that. Well, I think for for Carrie, it was just the culmination, right? It was this whole season of her pushing people in pools, destroying the Airbnb, the salsa on the bed, being rude to the guy. I mean, I think it was just that moment where everybody went, enough's enough. And I think that Deandra has been trying to have this conversation, but nobody's been there with her and she's always left looking like the stick in the mud or the right. bad guy or somebody who's just out to criticize Carrie. But I think this was the first time that Steph and Cameron decided that they would get involved as well and back her up. And so I think that's where it came from. And I think maybe that's what Carrie needed because it almost broke her down to the point where she could admit that there was some shit going on. She wasn't okay. And that this right. was kind of self-medication, self-destructive behavior. Yeah. I'm fi- I'm fucking glad people are finally standing with Deandra. I have a lot of time for Deandra. I think we've seen her do some real like personal growth and change throughout the seasons. Um, but yeah, it's about fucking time people started listening to her. 
I I agree. I mean, I think she's very pampered. I think she's a princess and a yeah. diva and all of those things. But I think she could very easily go through life without making any effort to kind of be self-aware or self-assess. And she's do she's doing the work. And even if it is with a fucking hair extension shaman, um, <laughs> he he sucked her boogers out again this this episode. <laughs> he doesn't I, even spit them out. Sorry. I, I'm too hungover. I know. To I'm sorry. We'll just we'll gloss over that. But everybody who just heard that, you know what I'm talking about. It's gonna make. But me yeah, so that's bomb. that's the end of Dallas. We've got a reunion coming up, um, which apparently Carrie brings COVID to the party, and that's why Carrie and Brandy are on video screens, and everybody else is at an in-person reunion. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yep, Carrie brought gets COVID, COVID to the party. Yep. We don't need to go to... Th- I know what you're referencing there. Some memory of ours. Where <laughs> we were oh, no. We don't need to talk about it, but that's the <laughs> new joke. <laughs> giving, me, giving me a knowing look. We've got an inside joke. You will have no idea what we're talking about, but it was not Unless one of my you're finest the moments. other two people who were there, which I don't think they listen to the moment. podcast anyways. I so actually think it was kind of a funny joke. I just misjudged my audience. Dude, it was funny the first time you told it. The second time was when it was an issue. <laughs> I really doubled down on that inappropriate joke, didn't I? You really did. The first time it went down a fucking treat. So I understood why you did it the second time, but the audience was totally different. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Um, Let's wrap. We're not going to wrap it because we are going to do some keeping up with the Kardashians. But New Jersey, where really I think top of our list of things to talk about has to be Dolores and David and the bullshit that Dolores comes under. Holy shit. Leave fucking Dolores alone about the ring. She's fucking over the ring. She doesn't want the ring. Everybody else just needs to get on board. Leave her the fuck alone. Women also, don't though, always need a ring. Even if she did want a ring, she doesn't want everybody talking about it at a fucking no, party shit. behind her back, making a judgment about what a fucking doormat she is because she doesn't see what David's doing. Maybe he doesn't see what she's doing, which is just no strings, an extra man in her life to support her with various sexy time bits and pieces. Right? Doesn't cause her any grief, doesn't have to clean his fucking grundies, and just gets on with it. Dude, I think Dolores is winning at life. She has Frank for like the emotional stuff that she needs and the help around the house. She has David for fun, sexy time and doesn't have to deal with any of his other bullshit. Her kids are out of the house doing their own thing. Dolores is winning at life. Dolores is winning, and let me tell you the way Joey speaks to her. This is a a Joey problem, not a Dolores problem. He is threatened by a very... He cannot understand why a woman wouldn't feel less than if she didn't have a man to look after her. The way he speaks to Dolores. Jackie nails it. It wasn't even about Dolores. It was a fucking speech to Melissa. But I cannot believe the words coming out of that man's mouth. Frank Catania should have punched him in the face. You cannot, in front of a load of people, call a woman broken, damaged, ruined, scarred. Oh, I was like, I genuinely, I think that's the rudest, one of the rudest things I've seen. I, I do not fault Dolores one bit for saying, fuck you motherfuckers, I am the fuck out. I don't either. Like, it's mortifying. And it's, Joey Gorga has gone right down on my list. Like, you don't fucking talk to... You do not talk about people like that at all. 
Well, and we've always seen these glimpses, right? Yeah. And I think this is what pisses me off the most. Uh, Margaret calls it when she says, this is chauvinistic. And I'm yeah. tired of men, and I'm going to say Italian men in this instance because that is kind of, they would yeah. say it themselves. This is... That's the trope. Excusing yeah. chauvinistic behavior by saying it's tradition. I'm old school. No, you're a fucking yes. chauvinistic pig. Well, chauvinism is is old school. Yeah. You need to it step it up. It doesn't make it right. We're not, we're, <laughs> no. not, we're not reframing sexism in like family traditions. That's not what we're doing here. Like don't, we need to start calling this shit out. I'm sick of going, yeah. I'm just very traditional. No, you're no, a dick. No, you're just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's the, it's the one really spot on thing I think Jackie has said all season when yeah. she called it on that. Like, oh, like I wanted the women to be more upset at him too. Like that's what really pissed me off. It was like, who the fuck is just standing there quiet while he's railing on and not saying, will you shut the fuck up? You don't know what you're talking about. But also, that's what I wanted from the women. what he was saying, which was awful. He was still aggressive, like he was still going Super for her aggressive. in an aggressive way in a big, somebody should have stood up and gone, Joey, shut the fuck up. You don't get to talk to anybody like this. Absolutely. And you know what? Dolores is fit. She could fucking squat that man and like throw him over. Yeah, she could. The tiny child man. She should have. With an unusually smooth bottom. Oh my word. Is there some sort of like exfoliating scrub he uses? I could use some of that. For sure, and no hair either. No hair. You know he goes and gets that shit waxed. And I bet he gets it bleached too. Oh, you are so right. So right. I bet Joey kind of likes a little bit, like I, he's definitely a, a girl's man. Like I definitely think he's straight, but I wouldn't be surprised if he liked a bit of a finger up the bum. Just oh, like. he totally does. I mean, you know, really, which dudes don't, but. Well, there is that. He's also very into manscaping. Like that, he takes care, like. He's he a spends good an ornament. He he is a good looking guy. He spends a lot of time taking care of all the situations. But he's also a small guy, and I think he, that's there why is he's a, a little dick. bit of an insecurity there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and I also think we are going to see this playing out. Well, we've seen the trailers. We're going to see this playing out between him and Melissa. That's going to continue because yeah. I think as much as he is saying the right things, I think essentially. He still wants her to be at home looking after the kids. He 100% does. And he doesn't understand that the kids actually don't really need that anymore. And so she needs to be doing her. Like, she's doing exactly what she needs to be doing. Joey needs to fucking get on board and move on. We also see uh, Teresa talking about the boyfriend. And we're getting more information on that. I love how uh, Margaret says she's getting the vitamin D. She's getting the vitamin D. We all need more vitamin D in our lives. There's the podcast title. But I also, (laughs) I feel a bit with Teresa, like I do with Dolores, like let her fucking do it in her own way. Like why are we so (laughs) in these women's business? Like I get totally why Teresa wants to keep this on the down low. Yeah. Of yeah, course she does. She just maybe she just wants one fucking thing for herself that isn't God damn for right. now on television in right. every episode of Page Six or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe she just wants one thing. Let her have right. it. I think everybody's in their business because everybody else is married and not getting the vitamin D. That's true. I think they're just yeah they're living vicariously through her um, for sure. But 
I'm happy. Listen, I know that we are questioning this guy, but bearing in mind, I don't know that right now. I'm happy for Teresa to be happy. Dude, I think if anybody... Wait a minute, let me rephrase that. I think if anybody, Teresa deserves somebody to just be fucking nice to her. Because she was married to a horrendous asshole for a very fucking long time. So you know what? Who knows what it's going to be, but if she's getting some good D and is fucking feeling good about life, more power to her. That's all all anybody needs to worry. all of her terrible behavior, all of her terrible behavior and outbursts. Yeah always comes from a place of just having to be fucking hard as nails because she never had anybody on her side. She, you know, Joey assumed that Joe was on her side essentially, but Joe was basically abusing her emotionally and maybe for sure the whole way through. So, you know, if she's loved, she'll be a nicer human. Absolutely. And also as women, can we all just band together and stop trying to push people into like jumping like phases in their life and just let people fucking be and just be happy for one another when they're getting the D and they're in good moods. Just be happy for people. That's all you got to do. You don't need to question or ask where it's going. Just fucking be there for the ride. That's what friends do. You really, you've really got your feisty pants on today. I do. I like it. I'm enjoying them. Um, now, let's wrap up with Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Um, well, yeah. just a little chat because there is, I mean, the season's been total bullshit. I couldn't care. I couldn't care Such less. bullshit. <laughs> like, biggest waste of my time ever. To the fact that I've just started putting it on while I'm, like, making kids' lunches in it's the morning the and not even paying of, attention. It's the biggest waste of everybody's time. It's the biggest Other wa- than. Mean, all that production crew must have been there going, what the fuck are we what doing? What the fuck here? are we doing? For sure. Well, I think they're just drinking at the Malibu house because I bet they couldn't leave either because everybody's just quarantined there. Like, yeah. I would just hang out. Yeah. So true. maybe it's the best season ever for them. But, um, however, last week's episode, we finally fucking hear Scott admit that Courtney's the one for him. And what I thought was interesting is, and everybody's like all excited about it. All the people at the table are like, yes, you two just need to get married, blah, blah, blah. I really like how Courtney is really standing her ground for herself because I feel like there's something we don't know that's happened between her and Scott. Because she's like, look, he knows what he needs to do for us to get together and he still hasn't done it. Yeah, 100%. And and we don't know what that is. And I'm really interested to find out because you look at him and you go, well, he's sober. He's got shit together. He's got a good hat. Like what else is there? But maybe there is something else. And um. And that makes me go, really, well, if there is something and you haven't done it, how much do you love her, Scott? Like, just fucking do it. That's exactly what I meant. Like, how fucking long has it taken Scott to finally fucking commit to, like, being a good dude? I mean, look, I, I love Scott. I love where he's at. But there are times where I stop and think and fucking remember how horrendous he was to her. Yeah. Through every pregnancy, every post-pregnancy, just the shit he put her through for fucking years. Great. And like, we're all supposed to just forgive it because now he decides he wants to be a good guy. Well, like, I, I mean, I stand no, with Courtney, man. I do too. But I also think he's been a good guy now for a long time. That's all he can do is like continue to do the work. And I think for sure. how long is that? You know, I I would say he's there in terms of being trustworthy. And I feel like he's paid his dues, but there is obviously something that we don't know that she needs from him. And if he's not giving it to her, then we have to question why. Well, and that he knows what it is and he's not giving it to her. Exactly. So 
You um, know what? Like, I think more power to her with this fucking Travis Barker shit because she looks like she's getting oh the God, vitamin just, D. It's fucking hot. Like, it, I am digging these Instagram posts from both I of them. I swear to God, this is like, it's like porn. It like, is 100% porn. Sexy as fuck. Anyway. Oh, um, I'm digging good on it. Her. Good on her. Uh, the other big news. <laughs> Poor Chloe can't catch a fucking break. Oh, Turns fuck out, me. Tristan's been shagging around again. Yeah, it's all over social media. It has been the past couple of days. There's like this new model who came out and said she's hooked up with him since he's been with the Boston Celtics. So that's very new because he moved from Cleveland. Um, but what I'm going to get fired up about is so I'm seeing all these posts on Instagram and all of these people are fucking making these shitty comments about like, oh, well, money can't buy you a man, Chloe. And like all this bullshit, like it's Chloe's fucking problem. This man can't keep his dick in his pants. It's Tristan's problem. Not hers. It still blows my fucking mind. Fuck, man. That, and that women talk about I was gonna women say, like this. It's not dudes on Instagram no. who are making comments about fucking reality TV people. It's not dudes. It's fucking women. And it, it's really fucking just jack. Uh, I'm so pissed off about but it. When the chauvinism comes from women, I'm like, yeah, whose fucking team are you on? Right? Like, fair enough. You were pissed off about the airbrushing. I understand that. This we is a separate fucking issue. Separate this issue. dude is fucking around on her when she has been kind enough to give him a fucking second chance at being a good dad and a good partner, and he's fucked it all up again. He is the asshole, not her. She should marry Scott. You know, maybe that will happen. Chloe and Scott should get married. I love There's been a lot of low-level vibes there, for sure. For a long time. But yeah, just ladies, fucking do better. I know you and got you it in like you. if you don't like it, fine, but just don't fucking put it on the internet. Just, just, right? just fucking say it to yourself in the mirror or call your best friend and say, I fucking hate Khloe Kardashian. Like, get it out of your system, but you don't need to or put f- it on there. No, or fine if you fucking hate her, but maybe you need to do some self-examination on why you feel it's okay to blame her for her boyfriend's infidelities. Well, and also let's talk about why it's okay. To feel so fucking riled up about somebody you've never met, you don't know, to the point where you feel like you need to judge them. And then I sit here and go, hang on, we've got a whole podcast (laughs) where we sit here and talk about the people we don't know. But We created an outlet. (laughs) We did. Anyway, my point is obviously uh, (laughs) that I'm an idiot, so that's fine, but I just... Well, I think ultimately, don't be trolly about it. Like... I don't know. I feel like on a lot of things, we really try to be on like women's sides. Sydney, we really tried to be there for you at the beginning, but you're not in the right. And I think ultimately we try to be on the side that is right. And it, it was fine to be upset at Chloe for airbrushing photos, lying about it, and then being pissed off because you've been caught in a lie. That's stupid. It's not stupid to not blame her because Tristan Thompson can't keep his dick in his pants. His dick is not her fucking purview. It's his purview and he's fucking dropped the ball or put Uh, the balls in. Yeah. He's done a lot with the balls. He's balls deep Too too many fucking balls. Um, Too many balls. Agreed. Anyway, we don't know if that's where keeping up the Kardashian ends or where another one will turn up. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? Uh, But for sure. 
you know, for now, that's, a, that, that's us. Wrapped. That's us. Yeah, we've got a lot of shows coming up. Um, a lot of reunions are going to be coming up, so keep an eye out for those mini-sodes. And uh, thanks again for spending your time with us. We hope it's been enjoyable. I hope I haven't been too fiery. Or if I, I, like I have, it. fucking let me know. Yeah. yeah. Join can me in tro- the talking shit. Can you troll Reagan for once rather than me? For that sure. would be great. Jeez. Me and my 500 followers, troll away. <laughs> all right, listen, let's wrap it up because I think my headphones are about to die. I love you all and uh, thank you for giving us your time and we will see you next week. And remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims. Hold up. 